Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Let's talk hydration. See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth, dizzy spells, fainting, it's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV. That has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, Liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12... Liquid IV also is non-GMO, so it's free from gluten, dairy, soy. So for all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. We also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. Huh. You can enjoy this stuff, man, but don't take my word for it. I want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling so you get 20% off your entire order. I mean, anything that you order on liquidiv.com. So, what are you waiting for? It's time for you to shop better hydration today. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling over at liquidiv.com. Save yourself 20%. Stay hydrated. Most importantly, enjoy life. That's right. You are locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hello, this is uh, Jeremy Gomez, uh, formerly known as Mr. Gomez and soon to be a.k.a. again as Mr. Gomez, I guess, for sake of the wrestling world. And you are listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. The return of one of our favorite guests, I mean, legitimately a guy that we've been documenting for years. There's just something about these Florida folks, man. I, I cannot <laughs> let go of them. They, they are legitimately my family. Okay, and that's why it's it's always a pleasure to have them on. It's always love. So, once again, the return of the head honcho Yo. at GCW, Mr. Jeremy Gomez. What's going on there, Gomez? My friend, it is, uh, it's good to talk to you again, and um, thank you for having me on the show. Um, going forward, and not so much going forward as I've, I've been trying to do it most of the career, um, we, we really would rather be known as Generation Championship Wrestling and, and not so much GCW. Game changers kind of claim the acronym, and it's kind of hard on some people to differentiate acronyms. Uh, and even though Georgia Championship Wrestling was a thing well longer than any of us, uh, they, they, they've earned the GCW, and I'm, I'm, we try to keep it Generation Championship Wrestling. As I told you, we're going to pimp name slick back that thing. Yes, please say the whole name each and every time. Thank you. Okay, so so listen. You or know. you can nod and just tell me to go screw myself. But, you know, <laughs> it'd be nice. Well, who am I to tell you what your name is? So, of course, whatever you say your name, that's what I'm going to call you. But I, I wonder, how the hell am I going to chant Generation Championship Wrestling? Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Okay. In these instances, you're allowed to say GC-dub, okay? We're going to go with the GC-dub because who the fuck isn't an ECW fan? Like a real ECW fan? So just go with the GC-dub, okay? I love it. I love it. I, See, I think they chant for, like, death and shit like that at their shows anyway. So I don't I don't fucking <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Is. We're not going to go there. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I got to say, you know, because you you came on the show and you announced that Generation <laughs> Championship Wrestling would cease operations immediately. I, I didn't uh, just do that, man. Came I came on the show and tried to burn every bridge in the fucking industry that I had. Sure. You sure. Know? Which, you know, there was definitely a response to it. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but people, I got to be honest with you, though, the response was not the negative backlash that I expected. 
and certainly you've gotten negative backlash before coming on the show. Oh, but the, the the response was more like, "He's coming back. Get the hell out of here. Come Only on, time. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So so <laughs> once people, in, never out. Yeah, exactly. So so people were kind of taking bets of how long it was going to take before you got the itch it's been and you decided to come back and start promoting again. It'll um, be it'll be two years when we actually do. It'll be one month under two years when we actually do the show, which is a long time. That's yeah. a, that's a long time not to promote, especially for a guy like yourself who uh, you were pretty consistent. And even through the pandemic, you folks were still doing things to keep the brand alive. And we probably shouldn't have. We probably just should have braked, and the brand probably wouldn't have taken time off for two years. But but yeah, people needed a little bit of normalcy. So here's the thing, and we touched upon it a little bit the last time you were on the show. We kind of joked about it, but it's it's a pretty serious thing, and I want folks listening to to really wrap your heads around this. Um, you know, thank goodness we have a lot of newer guests. Certainly, we well, listeners, I should say. Certainly, we we have our diehards who've been with us throughout the years. So they've they've heard you on the show and the progression of you and and uh, Generation Championship Wrestling, of course. But there are a lot of newer listeners because we continue to grow. Sure, this guy, Jeremy Gomez, the the person who is the owner and operator of of Generation Championship Wrestling legitimately is one of the most influential people in pro wrestling, especially of the last seven years. <sighs> and I, I'm going to say that and stand on that firm. Thank Gomez. you. Right, thank okay. you. I'm going to say that and stand on that firm. And here's why I say that folks, when you turn on pro wrestling, especially on television, or you go to your streaming sites and when you see women's wrestling in particular, a lot of these names, and especially these young and quote-unquote up-and-comers, these, these, oh, who's that? Oh, my goodness, she's amazing. And blah, blah, blah. They got their start with Gomez. Somehow, some way, he booked them. He made the, the populace aware that they existed. And it was the big-time promotions that focused on what Gomez was doing and then they essentially incorporated how he was booking some of these talents into their own thing. Now, you know, successfully in some places and not so successfully in other places, AEW is a prime example of taking some of the top talent from uh, Generation Championship Wrestling and really running them in the ground. Because I don't, I don't know why, quite frankly. It's kind of ridiculous because these talents, you know, fans are responding to them and clearly like them. But... It's clear that you have essentially booked the women's division, a good portion of it, for the big promotions over the past couple of years, Gomez. Is that a fair thing to say? Uh, it, it would be fair if you included that um, at least half, if not, you know, if not more of that was, was Robin, you know, it was Robin Reed, you know. Shout out to Robin yeah. Reed. That's, that's a great call out. Yep. I, I guess you could say I had, well, you know, I did book them and, and I did bring in a lot of girls that I like, a lot of them. Um, Aminata, uh, Sky Blue, um, people like that. Um, but, you know, at, at some point I did make the, the decision that, you know, Robin Reed was would be better booking a women's division than any man booking a women's division. So, I, I mean, I, I'll take credit with knowing how to do how to do my job was not always me doing my job that I needed some smart people around me. I, so I, at least 50 percent of the credit is Robin's man, at least, you know, I mean. Yeah, which, and I've told you before, she's awesome, and Robin and me would always talk about what we were doing. But but we we made some we made some very good decisions with some very good workers, and anywhere Robin is, she's going to make those good decisions. And you know, um, so I, I I take yeah I'll I'll take half the credit, but I can't take all the credit, man. You know, I can't. Well, here's the thing: if if we were to look at Generation Championship Wrestling cards, you know, over the life of the company. And then we look at who's on TV today. Um, yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot. Who, who's topping the ticket in different uh, promotions, whether they be all women's promotions or not, but they have women's matches. It's a lot. I mean, I, I can turn on title match wrestling and I can see a, a, a best of generation championship wrestling, basically, um, when I look at who's wrestling on these cards. Oh, yeah. And you, and you can look at our diamond division both both our diamond division tournaments and that's i mean that's all 
that's close to all of them, man. It's close to all of them. Most of the ladies that are on our diamond division tournaments are, are blowing up the scene. Absolutely. Um, you know, they're, Sky, they're the next generation right Sky, now. Sky, Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Willow Nightingale, um, Aminata, who's, who's on injury leave right now. With, she's also part of AEW. Um, let me think. Um, uh, Roxy, who is, what's, what's, what's her name now? What's Carla's name in, in WWE? Roxanne. Roxanne. Thank you. Roxanne. Um, man, I, I could keep going. I, it's a, a lot of them. Man. Oh, JC James. Weren't you booking her at one point as well? Yeah. Yeah. And brother, it's, yeah, a lot. It's it, I, there's a couple. There, it would be hard to find girls on the Diamond Cup tournament shows that aren't blowing up right now. That would be harder to do. Well, and yeah. this is the interesting part about that, though, because and it stretched beyond into our women's division. I, I'll, I'll take. Let me tell you what I will take credit for. Um, I will take credit for being the promoter that was like, you know, listen, if we have five men's matches on the card, we're going to have five women's matches on the card. Um, I will be the, I will take credit for being the promoter that's like, okay, look, we're doing our WrestleMania weekend in Tampa when, when WrestleMania is down the street. Uh, my WrestleMania show is going to have the women main eventing. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take credit for, for wanting women's wrestling to matter, especially in the state of Florida. And, you know, and I will take credit for bringing Robin in to help that. And I will take credit for pushing the women's division. And I'll always do that. And it, now in our company, I, I'm not even sure we're going to have a women's division. I I want my women working the men because it's entertainment and and they can do it. So why aren't they doing it? So and I know not everybody likes that. Like you know, uh, matches where men are, are working the women and they don't think it's believable. Well, you know, guess what? Uh, a lot of my women will kick the hell out of a lot of our guys. So it's pretty believable to me. So there, there's things I'll take credit for, man. I appreciate you bringing it up. I just want all those. I want all of them to succeed. Generation championship wrestling you know i used to think of it as as i want this to be a big company competing in the last two years i've changed to the point where i don't care if i compete i just want to do good shows like i always wanted to but i just i want everybody else to get over and i want it to be fun it's not i don't think it's going to be a job for me this time i just want to have fun and put out good products so everybody has fun and that's my goal if we make money oh well i in the past two years things have changed dramatically for my other companies. Not that they weren't already good, but they're really good now. So I'm not, I'm not going to be the 1 millionth indie promoter to try to get over monetarily. Oh, we're going to make money. And we're, we're not, and I don't care. It's cool. <laughs> you know, you, you just said a lot there that I, yeah. I got to unpack because yeah, let, let me start with this. You better learn to, you know, better than to let me keep talking. Cut me off. I, well, listen, man, you, you're, you're a soundbite machine. I love it. Thank you. But yeah. but let me start with this, please. I'm going to give you credit for another thing, and I'm going to I'm going to take credit as being one of the first to literally let you know it was okay to say it out loud. Yeah, you probably were uh, actually. Uh, you if not the only one. You were one of the the few promoters, if not the first, in this generation to consistently book people of color and 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 make it part of the makeup of the promotion as well. Mm-hmm. It should be. No one ever had to question that. It's always been part of what you do. Yeah. Right? Imagine, imagine that. Treat people as equals. Imagine that, right? Okay. And, and, and just like you said with the women, same thing. You know, <laughs> putting women in the main event because they were the ones drawing. They were the ones getting it done. And it's like, well, why not? Why not have just as many women's matches as men's matches? Nice. Why not put an emphasis on this and developing? So you're investing in developing yeah. in these stars. Imagine that. Right? <laughs> imagine so, that, Tony. <laughs> so exactly well, Go this ahead. Is, and, and this is this is the argument that i always make with with tony khan and i've actually directly said to him um look at what what generation championship wrestling is doing which now i realize i wonder if i kind of that's okay good you may you may have to blame me for what he what he did he, he did more than look he just hey. bought all your talent out i mean if he's, <laughs> if he's paying those girls then i'm glad he did man if he's paying them sure. well, I, I hope so and, and you know he doesn't keep them from working with me so no exactly exactly which uh you know thank goodness for that thank you but i it's interesting because all rest definitely decide thank you. <laughs> you you definitely have been an innovator in the way that you have focused on delivering on what pro wrestling really should be especially in a modern era it I doesn't hope. have to be what we used to know of it you know and, and it won't i don't think it ever will be again so Hopefully, as you know, I've, I've, I've got a beautiful wife and I got two beautiful daughters and 
I wouldn't be a very good dad if I, you know, didn't, you know, try to help. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, yeah. I, 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 yeah, me being a, me being a chauvinistic pig would not be the right way to go, man. So I got to do things equally for everybody and I got to help anywhere I can. So and that's, it's not really hard. It kind of comes natural. So, you know, treating people as equal. So that's cool. <laughs> it's and, not like it's hard know, work. I, I talk to all the talent. So, you know, I, I get to hear people's uh, perspective on everybody. Oh, God. And I can honestly say I've, I've never heard from any of the women wrestlers that, you know, Gomez was a creep or a jerk or anything like that. No, I can, I can promise you, you won't ever hear that shit. I, yeah. I, I can promise you that, brother. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's true because I would have heard plus, it by now. Plus, I got a lot of badass workers around me, man. Could you imagine me doing something rude to like a woman and I'm not catching me say something like that, man? She'd yeah, get the shit out of me. She's stretchy. Oh. Yeah, no, man. That's... Exactly, man. <laughs> and on top of that, my wife would beat my ass, dude. So, And my daughters are getting old, too. And, and one of them's almost my height now. So, I, dude, that, that's respect. That's It's just the way it is, man. There's got to be a quality in the workforce, man, top to bottom, like respect-wise also. So that's the way it is, and that's the way it'll always be with my company. You know, if anybody has anything different to say about that, I'm, I'm, I'm all willing to hear it, you know. So so, you, so you're coming back, and you're going to be promoting again. Yeah. The company's back. Yeah. So we're in a situation now where you took – two years off to recharge your batteries. By the time that the actual show starts, like you said, it'd, be, it'd yeah. be two years. So you recharge your batteries. You got a chance to take a step back, take a look at what worked, what didn't work and have a better understanding of why you're doing this. And like you said, you, you, you want to have some fun yeah, because you've already proven that you can pull it off, that you can make stars, that you can help people reach the next level and therefore make some big money for themselves and their families. You've already proven that you're a person that can help people achieve their, their dreams. Hopefully. Thank you, by the way. So so you're coming back with fresh eyes, but also with that historical information, with that, that data. Like, yeah, I did it. I'm a person who can do this thing. Right. So my question to you, Gomez, what's going to be different? about Generation Championship Wrestling going forward, if there's going to be a difference. I mean, you could just stay the same and continue to to uh, accomplish what you have, which I think you could, but what's going to be different, if anything? Well, first off, you know, I know we rub about at the beginning of the show, GCW, blah, blah, blah. I just, I know I said I didn't care about them a lot, but at the end it was starting to, their bullshit was starting to drag on me, you know, and I, I was starting to care about it, you know, and, and having two years off. I don't care about it. I just want those people in Game Changer to get over and make money, you know, and if they, if they want to rib on us, that's fine. It's okay, man. It's no big deal. I'm not their competition. Cool. Thanks for the acknowledgement. Um, but, you know, other than that, I'm just, I don't want to take it so serious that it, it, it just drags on me and everything going on. And I, and I know I promote my ass off, but things really do get to me after a while. You know, I just, I want it to be a place where it's not so much. It was starting to get a lot about my, my feelings and my ego at the end and, and just my depression about the wrestling business and stuff, you know, and you could probably tell that I was a little depressed about the wrestling business in our last interview. And it's just, it doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't need to be a place where I'm trying to compete with, you know, impact or WWE or AEW. Cause I mean, that's not really a realistic goal. We've got, 95 or so other wrestling companies in Florida. You know what I mean? It just, I need to do what I started doing. And that's, and that's wanting my friends to succeed. And I call them my friends They're You know, I pay them, but they're still my friends, man. You know, I want them to do good. And I want them to, I want them to grow. And I want to see them on TV. It just, I was putting a lot of money and I, I was putting $5,000 a show just into the venue just to be there. And I was just think things were just, I, I was doing things from a from a from a standpoint as I wanted to prove a whole bunch of people wrong and get this company rich and famous and stuff like that. And you know, taking a step back, I, I've, I've got a company that's famous. I've got a company that's got a world record. I've got a company that's going to have a second world record in 2024. Um, I've, I I I do events all over the country. I've seen 179,000 people on the Riverside in Detroit. Like it, like for, for instance. When we did the first WrestleMania thing, the one that got closed by COVID, Joey Janela found time to get on Facebook one time and tell me that 
I was nothing and I was copying GCW and then, oh, look at this little company and I'm Joey and I've seen and I sell out 5,000 people venues and blah, 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 blah. And that shit hurt me, man. I was it was taking it to heart too much. And you know, I take a step back and I realize like, dude, I do I do things of 175,000 people, 100,000 people on Belle Isle in Detroit. I'm sorry, 89,000 people on Belle Isle in Detroit I've done. I've done 50,000 people, 60,000 people in Tampa Bay numerous times. I, I do things all over the country, like huge, huge things. And and wrestling is, and I'm sorry that some of you are going to take offense to this, but wrestling is my side job. I call it a job because it is a job and I do put in work and I do put in time and effort, but like, I don't need to drag, like, I don't need to seek, like, fame and fortune. Mr. Gomez doesn't need to be a household name because, like, in my other job, Jeremy Gomez is a household name. And Jeremy Gomez helps thousands and th- sorry, Jeremy and Candy Gomez help thousands of thousands of small business owners all across the country. And we, and we helped people go from tents to brick and mortars to fucking millionaires, you know, we, we do things. We, we just, we were in um, Michigan last week or two weeks ago doing one of our festivals and we're donating like a lot of money and a lot of food to like food pantries and, and community dinners for homeless and things like that. And, and it's things that we've been doing now for 15, oh, I'm sorry, almost 17 years as promoters in, in, in many industries. So it's just, I don't, I, I, it's not going in this time. It's not about me doing anything for me other than being respectful towards me and my family and being respectful to my company and the people that come out of it. And I have no aspirations greater than that. I just want to put people over and put on good shows. And, and what I've always told you, I'm in entertainment so that other people can, can suspend their disbelief of the world that treats us like shit and just comes crashing on us every single day and all the money and all the problems. And, and, and I was starting to forget about that. And, you know, and that's, that's what I do. That's why I'm in entertainment. So I'm doing that different this time. I know that was a lot. And I know that was a lot to unpack because I talk way too much, but it's just different because it's not about me and it's not about fame and it's not about fortune anymore. It's I'm, I, I need to get back to doing generation championship wrestling. Like I do generation entertainment and generation. Yes. is a business about making money, but it's a business about making everybody money, not just myself. So, and, and though we don't make a lot of money at generation championship wrestling, it needs to be about making everybody else something more than, than, you know, without us. And that's what we're doing different. Just more laid back better. I love my workers. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, I, I'm not going to go out trying to fly people all over the country to get here. I'm not going to be like spending all my family's money on this wrestling thing, because in the four years prior to that, I spent about 300 to $400,000 on wrestling. And that's a lot, dude. And, and, and it was, I'll tell you what, that will drag your family down. That will make your wife pissed off. That will just, it, it's not the right way to go. So it's just going to be lighter, more fun. I'm going to utilize more talent from Florida, of which there is tons being utilized, some in good ways, some in wrong ways. And we're just, just doing things more calmer and more businesslike and trying to show that every thing needs to be done with more calmness and more emphasis on succeeding and more businesslike and not so much this drama-ridden gatekeeping wrestling scene that we were doing before please try to soundbite unpack all that please well of course like i get you you are a walking soundbite so i love it it's it's uh, that's good stuff there i'm sorry um, i do talk too much sometimes no come on man that's a you're giving us a complete picture and you're leaving little room for interpretation it just is what it actually is what you're saying there yeah. so I, I love that thank you. you you said something earlier about um potentially not having as robust of a quote unquote women's division mainly because the there's going to be more intergender wrestling so not that you're going to have less women on the roster but they're going to be wrestling no. men just much yes. as they're wrestling each other the entire company is intergender now in all the championship belts are all intergender now as they were before we clo- before we went or closed went on retirement whatever took a break we just didn't get to a show that way but the, all the championships uh, well, I can't say all the championships because one of them is still missing. But <laughs> so uh, all the championships. Well, the the Rex Bacchus Defender of Humanity Championship that Jake Painter has right now in honor of Rex. That's always been um, intergender and twenty four seven. The tag belts are intergender now. In fact, uh, coming back, Culture Inc. will be working um, uh, an intergender match for the belts. Um, 
So yeah, it's I. I, I don't know what to do with the women's title yet. In my look, honestly, in my mind, the women's title belongs to Aminata. It it always has been. I I know she dropped it to Heather, um, on like uh, before we we called it quits. But I I feel like that's hers. I don't know what we want to do with it. But I also feel like Ami could come back and and be the world champion, like it's nothing. So I I don't know. I just. I don't want to separate it anymore, man. Like I said, my girls can go. They deserve the spotlight just like any of the guys do. And it's just why why separate them by, oh, five matches guys and five matches girls when it could just be like 10 matches everyone. You know what I mean? It's just, why the fuck not? If they can go, they can go, you know? So Do you feel there's an audience for it? Because you know that the pushback is people don't want to see men uh, committing violent acts against women even even in pro wrestling or maybe they don't want to see guy women kicking the shit out of guys maybe it's the fragility of men that just doesn't want to see girls kicking ass you know who's brother i gotta be honest i I come from a spanish italian family man so i don't think i've ever looked at it as a guy because every woman in my family will whoop your ass you know what i mean like i don't i don't want to fight no girls dude and i have two daughters i don't want to fight them i don't i definitely don't want to fight my fucking wife bro. So, <laughs> well your wife would, would crush you is no question my ass. but like <laughs> I, I don't know man like i hate to say this and i hate to fucking say this man but let's be real it's 2023 the guys aren't beating up girls man the girls aren't beating up the guys man they're 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 put on a show and they're and, and they're and they're trying to tell the story and like you guys you guys are gonna have to get over it man like it's just please know that no women or men were harmed in the production of these shows okay or they shouldn't be at least well know? i was gonna say they shouldn't be sure like please if you, some, obviously some people lay their shit in and you know that's how you fucking work sometimes stiff but i guarantee you my my girls could take that and but just I, please understand that we're not hurting we're hopefully not hurting each other if we're doing it right. So, but if there's again, blowback. Go. It, it, is, not it, is the audience there? Is it? Is oh the yeah, audience I'm sure there? the audience is there. All right. You so know. there's a demand. There are people who want to see this. And I think nowadays there's more of a demand for that. That if I would have said that ten years ago, I think people would have tried to come to my house and kill me. You know what I mean? But I, yeah, I definitely think there's a demand for it now. We're we, you and me, us old timers, living in a different world. You know. Gotcha. I mean, listen, I, I'm going to be completely frank with you. I I don't like to see it. That doesn't mean I haven't seen it and been entertained at times. But personally, I don't like to see it. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to force it either. You know, not I'm not going to be like every match is a girl versus a guy. You know, storyline, sure. man. So it's where it fits. You know, I, I, I I think of Suzuki versus um, no. Kana, who we know no. is Oscar. <laughs> right. You know, well, that match. that's them, though, bro. That's them, and and they know each other, and 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 you know I, that might have been a, a teacher versus student type of situation, but that's one of the stiffest matches I ever saw. Of course, uh, and and he was full blast uh, slapping her as hard as he has ever slapped any man that I've and, ever seen. And she probably told him to. Yeah, yeah, and she was giving it right back, but it was just one of those things where, for me, uncomfortable to see. Yeah. So dude, not- so where's the line and and what you're going to be presenting? The line is, guys, we're, we're not we're not a rated R show. We're not a fucking gotcha. anything. But we're a family show. I mean, don't gotcha. be fucking stupid. You know, th- these people are professionals, or at least they're supposed to be professionals. Some of them aren't, but these people are professionals, man. If I and we don't just we don't before a show say go out there and wing it. You know, there's a fight, especially <laughs> when Robin. There was a guy. Robin is Robin's Booker T trained man. Booker's old school. There was a definite like psychology and theory. I, I Robin's doing a lot of things right now. Um, that I don't want to interfere with. Obviously Robin is welcome to come back at any time and book every match, but I think I've learned enough from watching her that to know what I need to get out beforehand. So look, honestly, they're not going to a match, not knowing what's going on. Obviously we'll talk, we talk to everybody beforehand. Like, look guys, we're telling a story and the story is not kill the girl. Okay. And the story is not kill the guy. It's a fucking story. And, and, and uh, dead, dead is not a pretty good story. There has to be ups and downs and there has to be some contaminator to it. And there has to be, it, it has to be a story. You know what I mean? So, it's believe me, I'm not going to be out there. Oh, big guy beating the shit out of a fucking girl. You know, that's there's more to it than that, man. It's not it's not going and as much as I liked seeing those two work, as you mentioned, that's them, too. You know, that's that's those two. I don't know if that would be that wouldn't be OK with other people. You know, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And you don't have to ask the question because that's yeah, oh, obviously. And, and believe me, there are some girls out there that 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 I know that are workers that are like, oh, frick, I want this. I want a death match. I want to freaking beat the shit out of that guy. I want sure. that. If it fits the story, cool. I don't think that's mostly my kind of stories. You know, I, I, I think our stories in Generation Championship Wrestling, I think, have basically always been about the good guys trying to get over on the evil empire. You know, and I think it'll probably stay that way. You know, so if it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, you're probably not going to see it, man. That again, makes sense. And again, I'm not, sense. it's not going to be every match guy versus girl for the sake of we're woke. Let's do guy versus girl. If it doesn't fit, it's still, you know what I'm saying? See, we're talking to Jeremy Gomez, the head honcho over at Generation Championship Wrestling, who is back. They are back for all you folks around the world, but especially down in the Florida area there. Yeah. It's time to, to get the band back together. Some of the best wrestling that you'll see. And really, you're going to see stars of tomorrow that right there promise. and then today. That I, <laughs> that I can promise. That's that's what we go for, man. You know, until the wheels fall off, that's what we go for, dude. I, I just I missed putting people over i do it in my other job and I, I missed it in this job you might not think that mr gomez the character likes putting people over but uh he does so yeah and i don't know we might even see a new iteration of mr gomez anyways i don't know if i'm gonna be the same mr gomez i haven't i'll tell i'll tell you i know what my character will be the second i step back in the ring for the first time i'll mm. know then you know before that i don't know what's going on i i've I have, I have done a, a, some bridge mending since last we talked. I have made up with a few people. I have talked things out with a few people, like grown ass men. So uh, there will be some surprises. There will be some people coming back to the company that probably didn't think that it would ever happen. Um, but yeah, it's, we're gonna go for fun, man. The Florida wrestling scene is good. The Florida wrestling scene has some issues as you know, but the Florida wrestling scene is good and there's a lot of awesome talent and and it, it, it always has feels like to me that, you know, the powers that be tend to not acknowledge the Florida wrestling scene very much because hey, Florida man, you know how it is. But um you know, hopefully I can do something to maybe change that stigma and not add to it going forward. So that's the plan. You know the the, the funny part about you, Gomez, is that um when I talk to other people who are on the wrestling scene down in Florida in different capacities, whether it be wrestlers or commentators like sticks or hell, even Alan roulette, river horse uh, photography. Like, Oh, Hey, you know, I I literally told Alan, I was going to put him over uh, today Uh in a good way. Actually, no, actually I told him I'm a heel. I'm not going to put him over, but uh, (laughs) Alan's freaking awesome. You'll see him in February at the show. Please continue. (laughs) Awesome. Well, well, it's funny because it's, you know, these guys will say, Hey, you know that um, Gomez, he he'll he'll pull a Shane Douglas when he when he threw down the NWA title, and he'll let you know how he feels and, and and get on people and cuss them out, especially when he feels like he's been wronged, et cetera, et cetera. But then they always follow up, and this is the interesting part. But he's good business. He he pays consistently. Uh, he's not a scumbag like a lot of promoters out there that we've dealt with. So you could say whatever you want about Gomez, but I'll I'll do business with him before I'll do business with most other people out there. And Gomez, I, I got to be honest with you. It's stuff like that is the reason why you always have a place on this show, because I can have my impression of you just from our personal interactions all day long. But I, I literally interact with people that you do business with. And there is a consistent theme there. You know, some days people are going to be more frustrated with you than others. Obviously, yeah, and, and vice versa. Times, that's and a lot of times that's my fault due to my mouth. So I'm more air. Yeah, but you're good business, Hopefully. and because you're good business, I don't have a problem with having you on the show and telling everybody this guy's good business. So go out to the show, check out Generation Thanks. Championship Wrestling. Definitely make sure that you see some of the stars. You're going to see them today and know that eventually you're going to see them on TV, which means that you, you can get in on the ground level. And I can speak from experience. It, it, it's a thrill to be a person that got a chance to see Booker T's first match and then to see who he is today. And he's even been on this show. Uh, Brian Danielson, uh, uh, Loki, uh, uh, Christopher Daniels, a lot of these guys, Scoot Andrews, a lot of these guys, I saw them in, their, in the very beginning of their careers. 
and to be able to follow them through their journey has been incredible. It's it's something that I'm I literally am very proud of. So for anybody out there, especially if you're if you have some young people who are young wrestling fans, to be able to go to a show like Generation Championship Wrestling and to see talents when they're just starting to figure it out and, and they're starting to get a little comfortable in their skin, knowing that these are the folks who are going to be headlining pay-per-views and what have you in the not too distant future. Come on. Some of them in the, some of them have already headlined pay-per-view. That that's that's what's crazy for me, man, because I'm it's just last year was just like the first wave of talent that I've helped that I've helped because they're getting over. But it, last year was like the first wave when when Roxy started hitting and now when Sky and Sky and Generation didn't part on the best of terms it had a lot to do with her manager and, and not so much her um but you know you're still proud of the people who say and I, it last year was like the first wave of me seeing those people that have come through us that are starting to make it big so it's it's exciting for me too man because like i see them and i'm like cool man you know i i hope i hope they remember that you know once upon a time i i, I gave them all i had you know so absolutely not that they owe, and, and, not that they owe me shit but that's well, cool man here's the other part of it too a lot of people find their way back somehow, some way. You know what I mean? We just saw the, the big show, Paul White. He just went back to OBW and, and did commentary and did an appearance there. Saw oh, man, hawking them two for one tickets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rib on AEW forever. And you know why? Because they're a Florida company. They're so Florida come company. on, man. Yeah. Um, no, but that that that's awesome, man. Like, to get to go to an OVW show and all of a sudden Big Show. I'm going to say Big Show, and I will always say Big Show. Sure. Um, and see him like roll up in, and that would have twenty been, years later. Man, that's freaking amazing. You know how much thought I would have had. I would have popped so hard. You know? So, so for all you talents who have ever come through Generation Championship Wrestling, you know, there's always a place back home. I, I hope so. Like, you know, I got there's a there's a and there's a couple other people that have that have already talked to me about coming back around and stuff, you know, like, I mean, you know, Mecca Wolf, one of the NWA tag champs, he's a good friend of GCW. He always comes back around. Uh, I, I know I'm going to get some heat for this, but uh, Frank, uh, formerly known as Frank, or what was his name in WWE? Top Dollar. I talked to him the other day. Uh, <laughs> not everybody's a Frank fan, but like it, they, they stay in touch, man. And they, they say positive things, man. And it's, it's cool to see, man. It's cool to see it really. Listen, I, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. I don't know if I ever told this story on the show before uh, about Frank, a.k.a. Top Dollar, Top AJ dollar. Francis. I think it's Dollar today. I dollar, think he changed yeah. it to Dollar. Dollar. Here's a guy who a couple years ago, I get a, a random message. It is a, a scout for Biography Networks. And they let me know that, uh, excuse me, Discovery Networks, and, and they let me know that um, they are interested in me doing a screen test to host a show. And I'm like, uh, what the hell? I, I'm a podcaster. I don't, you know, I don't really do on camera. Uh, but they said, nope, we, we want you to do a screen test and, and send us headshots and yada, 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 because there's a new show that WWE is going to be doing with um, Discovery Networks called uh, Hidden Treasures. And it's going to be a show, you know, where you go around and you and you find right. memorabilia. Yeah, got it. And I said, well, I don't really collect. I'm just a, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a historian, so to speak, because I, I know wrestling, love it, whatever. But I don't collect. Well, you don't collect, but you have connections and you talk to people and they enjoy you, whatever. Okay, fine. So I went through the process. And I got far enough in the process that, Discovery actually selected me to be a host for Hidden Treasures. So their next meeting was with WWE to finalize everything. Well, when WWE saw my reel and, and everything and, and pictures and all that, they said, we already have a guy like that. And guess who that guy was? <laughs> the guy who ends up hosting the damn show. AJ Francis, AK Top Dollar, light skin, <laughs> beard, bald, uh, handsome. He's a lot taller than me. He's got like, a lot more money in his pocket. Tall <laughs> man, like damn, he's a, he's a giant, bro. Well, and I think that's what it came down to. Like we already got this guy the contract, and and he's actually a, a a big deal already. So, you know, if we but they were looking for something very specific. Right. Obviously, they were they were looking for a person of color 
with a big personality, but not so big that you're going to turn people away because it's not about them. It's about the WWE stuff. Um, and I was, you know, I, I really took that as a compliment, just the fact that they would even consider me for something like that. But it was so interesting to see that's who they chose. And, and you know, Dollar and I, we, we talk with each other here and there and what have you, and we laugh about stuff. Uh, great guy. Really great guy. Yeah, I was like, and they made the right decision. I can say that because that dude is incredible. He's an incredible host. So the fact that you and him are still connected and, and he's still got love for GCW, that, that makes me feel great. Well, Generation Championship Wrestling, I should yeah. say. That makes me feel great because uh, that's the way it should be. So Yeah, he always treated us. Yeah, you know, I, I knew that he was going before he – to WWE before he actually went and reported and whatnot. He did shows for us, never charged me minimal, minimal, like, like almost nothing, man. Like it just, it, cause he doesn't need the money. He's got NFL sure. money, sure. you know, it's just, um, so when he got released, I, it took me about that. I saw the story come out and then within five minutes, I had already sent him a message and it was simply, you know, fucking chin up, dude. And you, and, and, and that's all I, I, I said, chin up. I said something like, you know, good things are coming for him. But see, he, he he's one of those people that like, you know, he, you don't need to tell him that good things are going to happen because he goes and gets that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I, but I will say that as soon as I saw that he was released, I, I made sure to send him a text and give him my best and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, remind him that, you know, I'm nothing, but there's always a home for him here. And then we talked to, we talked the other day. So he might, he might be making a special appearance at one of the shows. Wink, wink. Just saying that. Well, there we go, <laughs> folks. You hear that? So this is what I'm talking about. These are the types of stars we're, that uh, you'll we're catch. To, we're going to Atlanta this year, and um, I'm doing one of my world's largest food truck rallies in Atlanta, finally. Uh, North Atlanta, Canon. Um, and in Canton, Georgia, there is a lovely company called Southern Honor Wrestling uh, that is run by um, my buddy Gary. And so we decided that we're going to do a joint show with them eventually so i might be saving a couple of these names for atlanta wink wink you heard it here wow that's it that's breaking news right there i love that that's breaking news we're gonna we're gonna have fun man you know that's uh it's 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 gonna be a good old georgia florida wrestling if if you ever seen heels you know and they've got that whole uh georgia coming into wrestling dystopia and there's giant fans in florida blah 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 blah. it's actually the opposite of that in the real world when you go to georgia there's freaking giant fans everywhere when you come to florida it's a little harder to draw because we've got a million companies so uh that's the plan we're going to be this little company going into georgia wrestling especially named i'll say it one time gcw uh going into georgia when you know damn well georgia championship wrestling's from there so uh tell them it'll be fun it'll give them the history lesson Oh, the history lesson is that, yes, uh, GCW <laughs> was actually a thing before me, before Glasgow Championship Wrestling, before Global Championship Wrestling, and before Game Changer Wrestling. It was Georgia Championship Wrestling. So That's right. Remember, haters, if I'm stealing anyone's acronym, it's Georgia Championship Wrestling. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Why don't you let everybody know the best way that they can keep up and make sure that they're aware so they can you know, come out and check out a show or are, are we going to get any streaming going on? Is it, is it going to be, I haven't actually talked out? to, I, I haven't talked to title match again since I said, we used to do everything with title match and I sure. love those guys. They've always, I, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to go back to title match or if I'm going to do it myself because I have all the equipment. I just, I don't know if I want the stress involved in. So it'll be streamed or live on our, or on our YouTube page for free afterwards or something somehow. I'd rather more people see it. So whatever gets more people to see it, I think I, I think I need to put it on my YouTube pages because we're like like inches away from monetizing it. Sure. That and would I just stopped. Yeah. I yeah. stopped with inches away from monetization two years ago. So we're like right on the cusp. So probably do that. I'm I, it might be on our Facebook pages. I've been I've been verified and monetized like on all my companies this year on Facebook too. So they actually pay me, you know? So it it'll be what's best for business and what gets it out to more people. And I, I know I don't want to charge people to watch the shows. I'll, you know, I'll charge some people. In fact, the first two shows back for us are free. You can come see them for free because they're at my festivals, which are also free. So I'm not, I'm not into charging people yet to see the shows because I'm not wasting $5,000 at a time on a venue anymore. So I'm not losing money. I'm, I'm really wrapping my head back around it again, man. It's been crazy, but, but yeah, you can find us at GC. W Wrestling Pro. 
pretty much everywhere at GCW Wrestling Pro or just type Generation Championship Wrestling into Google and that'll bring up everything. Great stuff there from Jeremy Gomez. Generation Championship Wrestling is back, baby. And I, for one, am excited about it. I mean, once again, you're talking about some of the most structured and insightful women's wrestling to come around over the past couple of years. So the fact that, you know, after taking a, a short break, they're going to be back in action, building up some new stars, especially some folks who are already down there in Florida. That's exciting. That's exciting stuff there. And I can't wait to see what happens next with Generation Championship Wrestling. That's right. Now, speaking of C GCW, our friend Raj Geary, formerly of Wrestling Inc., you know, he sold that company. He had some choice words for Joey Janela, and he called him Jelly Janela. He offered him to uh, compare bank accounts. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a that's an interesting way to do things there. Listen, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, wrestling media cussing and carrying on with wrestlers. I think it's not worth anybody's time. Uh, but certainly if Janela had provoked Raj to the point where he had to step out of character, it is what it is. And, you know, Janela, I'm not a fan of his. One of the most ridiculous things I ever saw was Janela, as soon as he was out of AEW, he wants to call the company out for not doing enough with Sonny Kiss. Yet, where were you when you were under contract with AEW? What were you doing for Sonny Kiss then? Clearly, it wasn't enough because Sonny Kiss was essentially buried in that company. But that's another story for another day. Anyway. Shout out to Raj, shout out to uh, Jelly Janela, Joey Janela, whatever he calls himself today, you know, mud show wrestler, whatever. Anyway, um, a lot of interesting things going on in wrestling. I mean, congratulations to the NWA. They, they just got to deal with the CW. So they are going to follow in the footsteps of WOW Women of Wrestling and currently WWE with having complete penetration in the marketplace in terms of television in the United States of America. SmackDown is currently on Fox, and it will be through uh, October of 2024. At that point, it will switch over and go back to the USA Network on Mondays, mind you. So SmackDown is going to replace Raw on USA. Monday night SmackDown is what that's going to be in late 2024, about a year away. But until then, you know, WWE has 100% penetration on television. While Women of Wrestling has 100% penetration on television because they're on the CBS networks. So CBS, My Network TV, CW, um, Vice, they're, they're on all that stuff. C CBS, Viacom, if they own it, there's a good chance you can find WoW Women of Wrestling on one of their networks week to week, which is awesome. It's why, you know, WoW often does better than the AEW shows in terms of gathering and building an audience. You know, WoW is also profitable, which is why I still say they're the number two promotion in North America. It's hard to, to argue that. AEW hasn't turned a profit yet. So again, but the NWA, they're, they're stepping in to where WoW and WWE are. They're going to be on CW in 2024. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, friend of the show, EC3, he's their current champion. But a lot of promise, a lot of exciting things happening and if the NWA and WOW can get television deals like that, AEW, why are, you, why are we still waiting for you to announce a new deal? Why haven't you closed a new deal? It's a question. It's a question that deserves uh, an answer. Now, I know that a lot of these networks are waiting for what's happening with the NBA and also NASCAR to, to take shape, Right. The NBA, their television rights deals, uh, well, they can start negotiating come April of 2024. They can't negotiate before then. So are networks holding off on signing any major deals because they want to see what happens with the NWA, at least networks that feel that they stand a chance of getting some NBA programming on their networks? Certainly Warner Brothers Discovery. They have NBA content, T TNT, TBS. They have NBA content. Traditionally, they've, they've had NBA content. So if they're trying to expand on that or what have you, then maybe they're not going to make any rash decisions or big deals before then. 
They also are kicking the tires on NASCAR. They have some program, if I'm not mistaken, but they're looking to gather a lot more. So where does that leave AEW? AEW could be in a good position if if Warner Brothers Discovery doesn't get much NBA content. If they still want to roll with sports, AEW might be the way to go because that's sports entertainment, right? But if they do get a good chunk of NBA, you can bet your bottom dollar that AEW does not have a home with Warner Brothers Discovery anymore. That's my prediction. Because where, you know, it's not like they're going to pay them $100 plus million dollars to be on their network. Why would they do that if they're just going to shell out way more than that to the NBA? So that's something to keep in mind, you know? Um, in terms of Raw, WWE Raw, what night of the week is that going to be on and what network is going to get Raw? I still believe Amazon has a shot, and I'm talking the streaming service. It makes sense. So I could see that happening, but I could also see a situation where the USA Network finds a way to to pony up the money and, and keeps Raw, but just puts them on a different night. So that'll be exciting if that happens too, right? So the point is that there is some uncertainty within the wrestling industry, especially the big time companies, but there's also some opportunity. So if you're a wrestler right now, follow the money, be smart, be careful. Don't be doing anything foolish. If you have a contract, certainly don't do anything to cause you to not have the contract anymore, because I think this is it. In terms of big money deals and what have you, it's either going to happen now or we probably won't see them again for a while. And there's a possibility that some of these companies actually may go under. So just be smart about it. That's all I'll say to that. Anyway, Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter, DukeLovesWrestling at gmail.com. As always, let me know what you think. <laughs> we have some exciting episodes coming up. Uh, my man Reed is going to be back and he's going to be... Uh, breaking down what happened in that fight between Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury. So that'll be interesting. We also have Brad Shepard. Oh my goodness. He has been banned from X, aka Twitter. So Brad's going to open up about what the hell happened there. <laughs> That's going to be wild. Rob the Genius will be back, giving us an update on women on uh, television in terms of women's wrestling. So always fun when Rob comes on and goes over the numbers. And we'll do a special on Invicta FC, the all-women's MMA promotion. They were just in Boston. Fantastic night of mixed martial arts. Loved it. So the well-respected Lavelle Porter, uh, Invicta FC president Shannon Knapp, and maybe a couple of fighters will be on the show, and we'll do a, a nice recap of that night. So all good stuff there. Until then, as always, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Thank you, Jeremy Gomez. Thank you, wonderful listeners. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.